0: We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing from black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in New York City. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all
1: he's running down the middle by the 50 he's at the 30 he's bare chested and banging his chest now he runs the opposite way he runs at the 50
0: he runs at the 40 the guy is drunk but there he goes welcome to debates on tap presents football the show why do you even ponder passing i mean you can take a knee and try a
1: 56 yard field goal this is not detroit man this is the super bowl i mean sam darnold needs five downs to get a first down oh my goodness Bear season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Oh, Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. If, on a scale, if if fire itself is the maddest one can be, <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence is the happiest one can be, Oh, boy. where are Jets fans?
0: Jets fans are closer to fire right now.
1: I think they are fine. because
0: the drop off between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, I think is like the projected number two is gigantic. And there are many problems that the jets have that we can't even begin to dive into. Like, why wouldn't they just fire Adam Gase and try to go Sam Darnold, who is a good quarterback. Why would not they just do this, this and this who, who, who can say,
1: well, we can luckily because we're the NFL show brought to you by debates on tap. That's right. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. We are without pork cheek. Yep. At Peruge. Peruge. Per I'll say this: I they are NFL. They are professional level athletes, and for anyone in the media or or front offices or fans, especially, to say that those guys shouldn't try their hardest to win a football game, right. there is outrageous there is a lot
0: of talk back and forth on the internet twitter particularly of like tanking and things like that do you tank for you know once your season's gone much like the jets jags things like that do you do do players actively tank and every former player will tell you no 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 not not at all it might be like you know uh, an unspoken thing with like management and execs and gms and stuff like that that like blah blah
1: call the dumbest plays you can correct but with players, they go out there because they're doing what they love. They do what they, what pays them. They, they could they could still get extra money. Even if they go oh in 16 they could still get money performance-based incentives. Right. So it, it makes no
0: sense if you just stop and think about, you know, you, we can always say, oh, they're tanking for such. A, they're tanking for this. But once you actually, like, break it down and you think about it for more than two seconds, it's like, no. No team would ever actively, truly tank.
1: It doesn't make any sense. So for anyone who's mad at the Jets players, go fuck yourselves. I'll right. say that. That's that's from Brian. Yeah,
0: because because as we're looking at tankathon.com right now, oh boy. which shows the draft order, um, Jacksonville now has the number one draft for 2021 now that the Jets have won a, won a football game, Yes, which no one thought they would, especially against the Rams. That's... Insane that the Rams gave it up to the to the Jets. But
1: it is funny that the Jets decided to win their one game against an <laughs> NFC opponent and a playoff one at that. Big
0: time. But uh but yeah, so it's pretty bananas right now with that whole situation and who they're gonna get. I mean, Jacksonville's kind of looking for quarterbacks, so they might take Trevor Lawrence, which I think that'd be a better situation than
1: I was going to say, he needs to be Jets. happy. Trevor, that's oh, why I put him at the happiest scale. Yes. Because he's not going to the Jets. He's not well, going to go to the Jets. I'm not going to Unless say something not. crazy happens. Something could happen.
0: As of right now, Trevor Lawrence is probably not going to the Jets. Um, but yeah, so man, what a fun week of football. There are some crazy things that happened and some not so crazy things, of course.
1: Well, you know, we're based in Kansas City. So one thing we need to get <laughs> off the plate right away is Ooh. the Steelers game on... <laughs> Boy, Monday night, Sunday Mon- Monday night, Monday night, Monday night that gave the Kansas City Chiefs the, the number one seed right now. The uh,
0: Pittsburgh Steelers, who are on a three game losing streak three-game right now, game losing streak against two losing teams, two not quality. Well, maybe I, you could say Washington football team has a quality defense. They definitely do. And a fine to average mediocre offense. But the Bengals are lost at sea. They yep. could barely put up any any points with Joe Burrow. Poor Joe Burrow got hurt because. uh Unfortunately, they put him out there without offensive line help. And they the Pittsburgh Steelers let Ryan Finley and Giovanni Bernard, who has been on the team for 10 years, run all over them. And the Pittsburgh Steelers looked, their offense particularly looked lost. Um, uh, Brian and I have talked, there's been many times, I sent Brian a funny thing today, um, where Ben Roethlisberger on throws 10 plus yards versus the Bengals, he was one for 13 one touchdown, one interception.
1: And I know we don't have a lot of stats nerds out there, but those are not good that's numbers. That's not good.
0: If you complete one pass over 10-plus yards. And that's one thing that Steelers have been trying to implement all year long after Ben Roethlisberger's elbow injury last year to his throwing arm. Um, coming off that surgery and everything like that, the Steelers started rolling out a quicker passing game because you think of the Steelers in Big Ben. You think of he just stands behind his offensive line for five seconds and then throws the, the shit out of the ball. Yeah. Um, now five or more seconds. right now they've gone to a quicker passing game which their offense is
1: not built for that at all it's not but to his credit he is the fastest quarterback in the league from uh snap to throw oh, not so not i don't know that that's means anything he's the fastest but he's not the best no 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 <laughs> so all night long i
0: mean now now teams now it's coming to again like we we iterate, iterate again and, and again and again is that now you're in December, you're in these divisional games that matter, 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 and you cannot afford to let a team that knows you really well and is lined up against you and um, can easily take advantage of you to do that. Yep. And by God, you know, Steelers receivers couldn't catch the ball. Big Ben was overthrowing, underthrowing. It was atrocious. It was so bad. And it just goes to show you, man, that those, these games as you get into December when it comes to you know, one game, two game, you know, uh, one seed, one, two, two seed, and everything like that.
1: How freaking important it is. Very important. Uh, speaking of drop <laughs> the Chiefs had another, another small case of it. We had a few, a uh, few things that were not the best. Uh, don't forget that they got a, the Saints got a safety instead of a touchdown, which it's might huge. have changed the entire
0: game. And, and again, this is just one of those things that, you know, I, I we, I hate to keep saying this, but. The Chiefs played a B game, you know, basically, and still put up 32 points to get one of the best defenses in the league. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: mean, that is you can't count that out, but the problem is when are we going to start playing A games consistently? that's
0: That's what both worries me
1: and doesn't worry me because
0: it doesn't worry me because we're doing this against really quality opponents and we're still winning games. But again, as we come closer to playoff time, it's like, Guys, we got to get our shit together a little bit better, um, because in the in the game we had multiple drop passes. You had really, uh, and again, let's let's talk about the Kansas City offensive line. Only had one starter who was playing injured, by the way, Eric Fisher. Let's not forget that he had back he set issues all week. Sent out with back issues, and from all reports, apparently his back pain was pretty damn bad. So for him to gut it out it says a lot about he needed to step up. And to a point, they did. You know, we he had made their, the Pro Bowl exactly. We had to rearrange a lot of the line, and it was. Serviceable, but not the best. Uh, Mahomes was hurried a lot. He was sacked a few times, and it was it was pretty bad. But again, whenever the team needed to step up and Mahomes needed to carry the back on his team, carry the team on his back, you were so close. Damn it! Whenever he needed to carry the team on his back, Mahomes did it. You know, and, and uh, there's a writer that I love, Nate Taylor, who uh, uses a phrase called um, uh, basically Mahomes. It, it can't lose game. It's a, it's a game that he just won't lose. By over his dead body game. That's what it is, and this was one of those games where, you know, the defense could have come out with at least, from my recollection, two interceptions. I def- one, one yes. early on, and then I think Matthew had one. He could have had a in Matthew the end zone. Matthew dropped
1: one, and then Breeland and I think Sorensen fought over fought another over
0: one. one. So there was two interceptions that could have just easily turned the tide a couple times, um, as well as just some really boneheaded penalties ever so often, and then again just just some bad dropsies and bad decisions. De, DeMar, Demarcus well, Robinson I even, is just—I
1: <laughs> don't know what boy, that kid was doing.
0: One running backwards on a punt return, and two just letting the ball—it uh, was bad. So anyway, so he was but, holding it like Lashawn McCoy and, held balls. Yeah. So, but luckily everything is okay. Chiefs are now in on the one seed. They're in the driver's seat to 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 to,
1: to get the bye And all we got to do is win one game. That's all we have to do. Or the Steelers lose one game. Which the Steelers have—they the, got the Browns. They got the Browns in the, the season.
0: Yeah, they have the Colts coming up this week. The Browns in the season, two games they could easily lose.
1: After losing to the Bengals, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say those are two games you could easily lose. Even
0: after Mike Tomlin came out and said before the Bengals game, this is a get-right game. We have seven days to prepare. Everything is locked down. We're going to be good to go. Yeah, they didn't get right. They're gonna play some pretty good defenses and you
1: know one really good offense in the Browns. So we'll see how this how that changes. I out. mean, last time the Browns put up like what three points whenever they played earlier in the season. Something, yeah, was, something that was bad. like that was, really, that was really early. So but yeah, now, yeah, yeah. now the
0: Browns are cooking. Sure. So I think I think it'll be okay. Um but yeah. And then as well as we have <laughs> much like we talked about, the Chargers and Raiders game, we figured on a short week without their defensive coordinator, the Raiders are gonna lose this game. And guess what? They lost it. Raiders essentially knock themselves out of the playoffs with this loss. Yeah. Um, and it is rough pumpkins out there for the for the Raiders.
1: I mean, Darren Waller is the one, I would say the one shining gemstone for that team. 150
0: <laughs> fucking, fucking
1: receiving. That's years. like his God, third God. game with 150 plus.
0: Right. So, and again, um, Green Bay, they did what they needed to do against Carolina, basically locking up essentially the one seed. I think there's some stuff that could happen between them and New Orleans, but basically Green Bay winning this game in the NFC get, Almost guarantees that Green Bay is gonna gonna w- take that one seed. Yeah. Um. I don't. Are there any other games from last week we want to hit on?
1: No, because there were a lot of like this. This week was very strange with it, with its with its scheduling. Um. The the one that you're pointing at right now is Miami and New England. Um. I don't really think that one was this interesting. I think just because I of the history the, with teams. I think the, the, teams. the history and the fact that they uh, the Bills
0: locked up the AFC East for the first time and yeah. like I think since 1995 the bills
1: did it and then this is since 2008 2008 or 2009 somewhere in there something like that With, the first time first time pass. the
0: patriots haven't made the playoffs yep which is
1: bananas <laughs> you know what i'd love to see on the nfc side i'd love to see tampa bay not make the playoffs but they had that crazy comeback game
0: i know it, it, it's gonna be pretty wild we'll look at next week here in a second but something i want to highlight and something brian and i kind of were talking about a little bit um today, ESPN put out their new power rankings, uh-huh. um, which, of course, Kansas City Chiefs, they're, they're number one, which is as expe- as expected. Number two is a little bit of a shock. The Buffalo Bills at number two over Green Bay, over you know, other... Like Seattle, Even New the Seahawks, Orleans. Really. The new Orleans Saints, things like that. I like the Buffalo Bills a lot. Don't get me wrong. I think Josh Allen and his max chaotic energy is a lot of fun to watch, but that just, that just made me pause that ESPN writers really think that they would
1: jump Green Bay? That's the that's the one. I could see them at number three with the way they've uh, been playing. Number three and number four, I definitely would agree with you. But, but number two over the Packers definitely shouldn't be. I feel like, honestly, I feel like the way that, that ESPN is writing, I feel like they would be number one if the Chiefs weren't the Super Bowl champs from last right, year.
0: Right. And again, it's one of those things that you'll see this in sports writing a lot, and we've railed against it early on in the season, especially when it came to the Chargers and their Super Bowl chances and AFC West chances, yep. is that when a team gets hot or looks good consistently, there's a lot of spotlights on them. You know, you're know, you seeing that now with the Bills. You're seeing that with uh, the Browns specifically. Are these teams truly
1: contenders? Eh, they're on the bubble. You know what I mean?
0: Well, the Bills have only lost three games. That's true, and that's nothing to sneeze at
1: nothing That's to sneeze nothing at. To sneeze I at. think there is still national media members that are saying the Chargers have a chance to make the playoffs. So, <laughs> uh don't trust those. Don't trust those yeah, reports. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Um but yeah, so th- this is this was
0: a banana's list that I was very shocked to see and I was I was kind of thinking that was I was kind of weird. Um but yeah, kind of like Bragg was saying um having the Chargers maybe Jump teams is, is crazy. It's so so ridiculous. It's so stupid. And the fact that the Chargers could have taken the AFC West at the start of the season is just... I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, you're just going to let the noise come in, and then you're going to watch Mahomes destroy all those dreams. That's right, and that's, that's the way it goes. So we'll move to... Are we moving to next week? Yeah, let's move to next week. Okay, <laughs> so there's more fun football this week than there was last week, I think. A lot of fun football this week. Because, again,
0: uh, like we talked about, there's a lot of playoff bubble teams, playoff teams, and things like that that I... Think it's going to be a big deal.
1: Starting Friday, we have a bubble team, Minnesota, playing the Saints. Yes, um, I think the Saints are going to take this one. I think they're going to come back to form and kind of. It's not. I don't know if it's going to be domination, but I think it's going to be not close. I think the the sum of the parts of the New Orleans Saints are better than the Vikings. But
0: what gives me pause is how bad Drew Brees looked at times. He did look
1: film. bad. I think he's gonna. I mean, that was a surprise that he started. It was a big surprise. And even after the game,
0: someone asked him, do you feel a hundred percent? He's like, Oh no, no, not, not, not at all.
1: So I think this extra week, I think he's going to throw once or twice this week. Uh, and I think that's right. going to help him because he didn't, he wasn't able to throw without pain for most of last week,
0: which is crazy that you'd put him out there. Um And again, this, this game against the Vikings, Vikings are on the bubble at six and eight. They're in the nine, nine hole right now. So a big quality win over the saints would make, hopefully make them jump a couple, couple spots. But, yeah. But it'd be it'd be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: Uh, Tampa Bay's got a game against the Lions. The Ooh. Lions are eliminated, but uh, Tampa Bay kind of they, they don't fighting like hell. I for, was gonna say they don't yeah. need to win out, but they should win out. Yes, they're 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 hoping to win out because they want
0: to jump New Orleans for the one seed in that division. Yep. An, it, not division one seed overall, leader. but in yep. in that, in the division. Yeah. So a quality win against NFC uh, opponent would be would be a good good start to, to making the playoffs or, or having a better seating in the playoffs yeah uh,
1: after that Arizona is another bubble team uh, Man, I yeah. think they're kind of right at the bottom with with um, Minnesota there right but they're playing the 49ers so that should that's a division game so those are always fun yeah um, Arizona's
0: fighting to stay in the seven hole right now so yeah right they should be able spot. to
1: handle the 49ers the decimated 49ers <laughs> but.
0: I, I would think so but you know, Arizona had a loss a couple of weeks ago that was just like what <laughs> you know um and hopefully D hop, DeAndre Hopkins uh, sets the reception record which would be He's crazy close. Um then we have again Miami Dolphins playing the Las Vegas Raiders Um I think Miami can handle business here because Las Vegas is hurt they still have a defensive coordinator they look like shit and again who knows if Mario or Carr if you get Carr Carrs coming back hurt he had the, he had his dick injury um, from yes. the game a couple from last week.
1: Oh, I thought it was from Gruden slapping it. Yeah.
0: So who knows there, but I, I do not doubt Dolphins will um, improve their playoff standings there because Dolphins are right there in that seven hole. So
1: yeah, and the Raiders are fighting to get in. I think yeah. it it wouldn't it wouldn't flip flop anybody, but no, it would but get it them would one cement step closer.
0: The do- Dolphins in that spot because you look here at the Ravens knocking on the door. Ravens have a really light schedule coming in because I think the Ravens play yeah New York Giants <laughs> this week. So. The Ravens could do really well at getting them to, to 10 wins and maybe above, you know what I mean? So yeah, so yeah. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs play the Atlanta Falcons. And again, like we talked about, all Kansas City has to do is in the next two weeks, which they play the Falcons and they play the Chargers, they just have to win one game and they have the, the one seed locked up. Or like Bragg, I said, Steelers have to lose and we're golden,
1: right? Yep, yep. I don't mind. Uh, you know, this game, I think it's an NFC opponent and I get that, but I still... I don't want to say the Falcons are on fire because they're not, but they're, they're be- not. more. They're putting up more offensive. They put up stats. a They put
0: up a lot of points, a lot of a lot of yards, a lot of stats, and then just they they just fall apart. Their defense can't can't do it because they a couple of times they were up like twenty. Like they seven, were up like seventeen teens, and nothing. Yeah, against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's a statement for both sides. You know, the Bucks and Tom Brady. You can never truly count him out until you stab him in the heart and he's you know uh, dissolves in ashes. Yep. And on top of the Falcons have a a pinch, they have just a need just to throw away games as best as possible
1: you know i think it's built into some of their contracts i think so too <laughs> blowing leads uh so that shouldn't be a problem i mean i don't want to say it's not a problem it should be a problem it's an nfl team playing an nfl team right
0: so you never know what could happen but this is a game that i don't doubt that the Chiefs could win but i would not be surprised if it was closer than i i would expect
1: i would prefer to win this one because as we talk about all the time division games are always strange so i don't want to Put right. our one seed hopes on the Chargers and Chiefs game.
0: Right, and then uh, we also have Pittsburgh versus, uh, facing off with the Colts, which again, like we talked about, this is a huge game. In to the me, AFC. this is the biggest game of the week. I would agree. this This will dictate how everything shakes out, in my opinion. A lot of it, because um, this
1: could give Indy their the division uh, right. lead. There, this could give Pittsburgh.
0: Right. I don't know. It could give Pittsburgh bump them down to third. It could give the the Bills that second seed, basically, because Bills are playing New England in New England. And again, that's going to be a good matchup and they're going to play each other very hard. But again, I think the Bills are going to win that game. And depending on what happens in Pittsburgh, which I think the Colts might win this game, it's going to be a big, crazy mess at the, at the top. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And again, with the repercussions of how it's all going to shake out, you know, it's, it's going to be wild. Um, because we know basically that Baltimore could win or is likely going to win against the Giants. So that's going to help Baltimore standing. The Browns play the Jets. Which should be fine, but who knows? The Jets might be hot now. The Jets could be hot. They now. might have
1: gotten hot at the right time.
0: <laughs> but I, I don't doubt that the Browns could uh, handle business with the Jets. And I, my prediction is, I definitely think the Browns could win this, win the division. And that numbers. would be a lot of fun. I think, I think it could because again, this could set up a winner take all in Week 17 between the Browns and the Steelers yeah. for the division. Yeah, which is, cr- I want that so bad. Yeah, <laughs> because we know basically the. Uh, if, if it shakes out the way we want it to chiefs handle business, they get the one seed locked up this, this week they're playing the chargers in a, let's give the chargers hypothetically, maybe a win, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Give them better seating in the draft next year. Yeah. Uh, I would much rather watch the Steelers and, and Browns play.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, especially if it's already locked up for us, right? Exactly. Yes. In that, in
0: week 17.
1: Yes. So. um, Let's go ahead and move down to the afternoon games because that's where things get really interesting, oh, in my yeah. opinion. There's some fun games down here. Because you have Washington playing uh, Carolina, which is fine because uh, they currently lead that division, right. the, the football team. But more importantly are the next two games. You have Dallas playing Philly. Right, and which then, is – oh, boy. which So depending on, on that game and the Washington game, a lot could change. But then you have Los Angeles Rams playing the Seattle Seahawks. Right,
0: which Seahawks are – unfortunately – they're barely hanging on to the, to the division. The Rams are right behind them to take, to, to, to wanting to take that division. Uh, Rams are nine and five. Seattle Seahawks are are ten and four.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't know the tiebreak scenarios for those two teams. But if that means if the Seahawks lose and the Rams win, they'll be they'll have the same record. So whoever has the tie-break between those two teams uh, will move oh, into wow. that three seed.
0: I think it goes head to head basically. I think it, I think it'll depend on what happens in week seventeen if if the rams win. Interesting. Wow, yeah.
1: that's crazy. So yeah, that's, that that's what I mean that the afternoon games uh are a lot more a lot more important than the noon games for right. besides the AFC uh the, the I guess I should say the NFC afternoon right. game.
0: And like Bragg I said, you have the Dallas Cowboys playing the Philadelphia Eagles who both are technically not eliminated nope. right now. They could all because, still win because, this because of fucking how bad division.
1: the NFC East is. The four nine Eagles <laughs> could win this
0: division. <laughs> and and let's not forget Washington football team who is number one in the division NFC East. Six and eight. Six and eight. Yep. Good God. Yep. But uh, I think that's that's a this is a fun one because Phil the Eagles look really good with uh Jalen Hurts back there. Yeah. At quarterback. And again you have this whole thing with Carson Wentz saying it came out basically that if Carson Wentz is not starting, he wants out of Philly. Yeah And, uh, yeah, guy, I guess, guess what's going to happen in the off season. You're going to get out of Philly. Uh, Don't you worry about that, that giant contract they gave you they like Jalen hurts a lot better. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I, I'm predicting that the Eagles will win over the Cowboys, which will, uh, might flip flop that, that whole thing. Just
1: depending on what, crazy. what Washington does. If Washington wins, I think they right. lock it up maybe. Um, but yeah, maybe, but maybe <sighs> not. Gosh, uh it's crazy. Sunday night, you got Green Bay and Tennessee Titans. This is fun for me because they're both division leaders. Division leaders. I know it's fun, fun inter-conference. Playoff teams.
0: Yeah, but this this will do – I think this will kind of – Tennessee's defense is not good. Green Bay's defense is not good, but it's getting a little bit better. Um, Tennessee's offense is efficient. That's probably the best way to put it. And Green Bay's offense is just out of this world with how, what Aaron Rodgers can do. I'm uh, very excited to see just just in with these playoff teams, you know, just a fun – inter-inter-conference uh, uh, game, what, what, what they can do. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that Green Bay is going to win, but you've never freaking You never know, never know in
1: December. <laughs> you never know in December. Uh, and then, as we already mentioned, Buffalo versus New England. Uh, really, it's only an important game for Buffalo to win. Um, New England is out of all contention. Right. So, right.
0: so I, I think that's, that's, a, that's a, it's going to be a fun week. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Need to hit on? I don't think so. Yeah. I think, um, you know, we mentioned earlier the chiefs and their little issues and things like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm again, last, last little rapid thing is I really hope that they fix a lot of issues, maybe put some, stick them on some guy's hands, you know what I mean? And get on there. I will say it, it's interesting rewatching the game, uh, a little over my lunch break today. Um, in that there are so many times, you know, we, we talk a little bit about, uh, McCole Hardman and his issues on the field and things like that. and, uh, why 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 didn't McCole Hardman take that next step in the offense? And why is he listed like number three or number four in the draft? You know, in the in the depth, uh, depth chart. chart and everything. And it's because man, you watch. Uh, there are times whenever Mahomes and him are just not on the same page, and Mahomes is like saying, you know, he's making hand motions of, you know, you need to go this way, not that way. And so it's it's really indicative of uh, one how tough Andy Reid's offense is, and how he wants every receiver to know every spot on the field. You know. And just how, unfortunately, McCole Hardman is not not doing what he needs to do.
1: How, I mean, I think he's getting better. He's showing those flashes, right. that uh, that amazing throw and catch between yeah. him and Mahomes. That was exactly where he needed to be. Right. Um, I think he's getting better. I think maybe he just isn't accelerating as fast as as people thought he would. Right. I think that's the issue. And again, if it is that complicated, it's just a matter of you're going to have to put in that work on the offseason. Right. And I think for, for a guy like McCole... Um, you know, cause we know McCall really well. Frindish, yeah. We're going on yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think not having an in-person off, like extended off season hurt him a lot. I think it did do. Just, just, again, from the little bit that I know about him and everything like that. Well, you guys,
1: we, we all, we have a group. I mean, text. We have a group text with him. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I still, I love D Rob, but the, the more games I see oh, between yeah. those two. Yeah. I still prefer McColl over D-Rob. I, I would agree. I want yeah. him to take that next step and, and be the number why two. that's
0: I think at the end of the season, because D-Rob is, has only like a one-year deal, I think. And again, we'll get into After the season's over, we'll have an episode or two before we get into like what, what we did this past season and everything. Yep. Uh, Drafts and stuff like that. But just, you know, maybe look at contracts and stuff like that. I think D-Rob only has a one-year contract with us. And I'm happy to see D-Rob go to different spread your wings, time. baby D Rob and keep m- guys like McCall around to continue to develop and everything. Uh, another kind of uh, something that just annoys the shit out of me is Willie Gay jr. Again, only had like 17 snaps.
1: Get Neiman off the fucking I'm field. So
0: s- I've Neiman again, seems like a, the nicest man on the planet. And I get why, you know, uh, Spagnuolo, um, likes Neiman a lot because Neiman has been in the system longer than Willie Gay has. Fine. But God damn it. Willie Gay Jr. is so much more athletic and just, I think he has a better head for football.
1: Yep. Better eye for the football for sure.
0: <laughs> ben Neiman just gets just exploited constantly. Every time you and I coverage, are yelling
1: at the TV nine times out of 10, it's because Neiman is and, involved and
0: Ben Neiman, you know, there's a lot of talk leading up to it because uh, Damian Wilson, the other linebacker who typically starts along with Anthony Hitchens, uh, Damian Wilson was out with a knee injury. so there's a lot of talk of, Oh God, we're maybe we're going to see more Willie Gay. And know, uh, we saw more Ben Neiman, and that was that was an issue. So yeah. it's so, a big issue. And again, I know that we're easing Willie Gay Jr. And every week his snaps kind of go up, especially depending on what defense we're running. And I think uh, a big thing we were running a very specific uh, package, uh, defensive package for the Saints, that for some reason didn't have Willie Gay out there a lot. But we'll see more as the year goes on, and hopefully, because the year's almost over. The year is almost over, but yeah, so just more time to grow as we have two games left, which is very exciting. Um, playoffs are screaming up on us, and we're going to have some fun stuff um, for
1: the playoffs and everything like that. So. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is, uh, is another Super Bowl. That's right. In February. I that can wait for my right, gift. Right, baby. Hey, uh, tell us what you want for Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. <laughs> uh, if you celebrate it. If you don't, happy whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays, man. Uh Tell us what you want for Christmas with your NFL team. You can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at debatesontab. You can find us on Instagram at DebatesOnPictures. Tune in every Monday. We got lots and lots of content. That's right. With our friend Pork Cheek, uh, we just had a, a, a the last episode was our Christmas episode. We had a special guest. That's right. Um, ma- my our marriage is fine. Don't even ask. Your marriage is fine. It's very fun. Uh, so so yeah. Every Monday, debates on tap, and another thing. That's right. So and and another thing.
0: And and another thing. And and and, 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 another, and another thing. Oh boy, that hurts my head.
1: We need Pork Cheek.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go Chiefs.